what about if you're asked the uh you know the the typical question do you know why i pulled you over no i had no idea officer <laughs> play stupid play stupid yeah. shut up play stupid and, play and stupid, don't, shut up don't pay the yeah. ticket all right. Hello. Welcome to episode 130 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Ariel Cormendi. He's Adrian Trot, And she is one of the newest additions to the KT team. Lainey. Hi. Okay. Hi, guys. Are you going to are you going to pronounce your last name? Because I was just going to ask that. Everybody oh. is always question how do you pronounce your last say name it. do you want to take a shot before i say it correctly Klippenstein. i was i was considering that or steen Klippenstein. 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 Yeah. Uh, is, is it a german background it's german yep yes okay what gave it away the stein <laughs> the stein the Stein. The Stein. Uh, so Lainey uh, <laughs> is new realtor on our team. Reached out to us. Actually, we should we should talk about that story a little bit about how you ended up on our team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, uh, as Adrian calls it, if you want to give everybody your origin story, kind of tell everybody <laughs> who you are, where you're from your your background um go go all right um i was born in winnipeg manitoba one of the coldest places ever (laughs) i i did not know that also probably uh one of the only places now in canada that i've never been Mm, that's freezing yeah (laughs) um yeah so i was born there we moved here when i was about five uh, my mom is Thai from Thailand, and my dad is Chinese. I'm a little bit of a mix of both. I don't speak the language, unfortunately, but I can understand it because, you know, my parents, when we were younger, wanted to talk about us, you know, usually bad. You know, they would speak Thai. So they talked about us so badly that I ended up picking it up, <laughs> or so often that I ended up picking it up. So, uh, so that's my Every origin and often. That's yep. funny. <laughs> On the note of knowing and uh, learning different languages, I feel like it's becoming mm-hmm. less important anyways because of technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. true. So talk to my grandfather who like speaks no English. I use like my Google app and like I'll, I'll talk into it and then I'll have it up to his ears so he can hear the translation. <laughs> there you go. That's oh. a perfect example. That's awesome. So bad. <laughs> so yeah. Born and raised in Canada, pretty Canadian. Spoke a little Mandarin, lost it all after I grew up. Um, and yeah, here I am. So you live in Georgetown? I do, yeah. How long have you been living? Moved quite a, quite a bit around. Um, I was in Toronto, then we moved to North, North York, then Maple and Vaughan. And what brought you I'm here from Winnipeg? Uh, yeah, my parents. The weather's too cold. Okay. <laughs> I just can take it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't remember Winnipeg, to be honest with you. But every time we visit, because we have uh, family friends there, every time we visit, it's like freezing. I've got to pack like 5 million sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. 
I do want to, like I said, I think it's a interesting story about how you ended up on our team, but I think it's important to talk a little bit about the journey. So if you want to give everybody maybe a professional background on you and then talk about the journey of taking the courses, what made you take the courses, what that was like, because you did Mm -hmm. have a full, uh, full-time career, Mm -hmm. um, through the courses in the mix and then ultimately decided the, uh, to rip off the bandaid and just start a new career. Mm-hmm. So, so well, I started as a, a paralegal actually, um, 12 years now in the industry, um, <clears throat> doing mainly traffic tickets. Um, got myself into the career, established myself quite well, did a whole bunch of volunteering um, hours and efforts, uh, was a part of a lot of paralegal associations, um, help amalgamate, uh, two smaller paralegal associations to a larger one and kind of just, uh, made sure my foot, my face and my voice was in the industry. Um, and then I bought my first house in Georgetown a few years ago. And it was actually from a paralegal uh, colleague of mine that actually took a real estate course. And she sold us our house. And it was just really touching. It was like an aha moment for me, like, oh, my God, like, this is part of somebody's like journey in their life, their milestone to to buy a house. It's such a big thing. And so I think I was just so touched and moved by that. I'm like, I want to be part of that. Like traffic tickets and representing people are great because, you know, you can help them along the way. But this is something completely different. This is something like everyone's going to remember. Whoever you help is going to remember for like a lifetime. Right. So that's kind of how I wanted to get into the industry. Um, I registered for my courses with Oria, uh, who unfortunately is now not doing courses anymore. Um, it's been a really long journey. It's about two years it took me. From the start, um, I ended up having my second, my second baby, uh, Zane, halfway through. So it was a little bit of a challenge um, working full time as a paralegal and doing the schoolwork. Usually, it was a lot of like off time hours, night hours, lunch hours. You know, anytime I could squeeze in is when I'd be reading. Um, and then when COVID hit, I was like, Oh my god, this is like a perfect opportunity. Like I just, this is the perfect time. Like I'm home courts are closed. I'm not really doing too much. You know, might as well just kind of go at it. And I literally finished the last four courses within three months. So Aria was supposed to close in March and I took my third exam in December, fourth one in January, February, March, and then I was completely done. So you I just banged just, your way right through it really quick. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. That's, no, I had to, I'm like, I have a chance. Like might as well do it now. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the challenge it was it was a big, big challenge. Lots of tears, lots of tears. Cause uh it's I think it's the, the mom guilt. It's the mom guilt of like not spending time with my family. And because my kids are so young, like Leah's four and Zane's um 20 months now. Um and so the Zane needed me more than Leah, but it was a uh, lot, lots of guilt. <laughs> D- did you pass all of your exams on the first attempt or were there any that you had to redo? Oh, the third one was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody complains about that one. It was so hard. And you know what? It wasn't, it's, it's not that it's hard. It's just the details. 
like yes. the specific little nitty gritty details, yeah. which I should really be good at because I'm a paralegal. That's what I should be looking for. But man, it was, wow. It was, it's, it was I, I, it's so long ago. I don't really remember them that clearly. And I'm sure they're quite different mm-hmm. now, but that I remember that course mm-hmm. is being very broad and covering a lot of topics. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I just wanted to throw my book at the computer and be like, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ariel and yeah. I are both, uh, dropouts from school so i can speak for myself anyways in saying that studying is not my forte i really don't know how to study i don't know how to retain the information i've never figured out the best way for me to do that and certainly it's not by reading a textbook but um that's good um and that you you know that there's a few people i know that had struggled a lot with it uh with failing tests but persevering and getting through them they're not easy but um i think a lot of people get um, discouraged at that point as well, because it's so much work. And then the thought of having to redo it is very discouraging. So I think a lot of people fall off at that point. So kudos mm-hmm. to you for pushing your way through. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. And just, just to clarify, you at least have your high school diploma. Um, oh, me or, or Adrian? Adrian, because <laughs> okay. he said we're both me. We're both. <laughs> I do. But you know what I had? I I had to go to, I don't want to say dumb school, but I had to go to this like separate school after high school to get the credits that I didn't have. So it was a long period of time to get that. Well, I think, I, I can't remember exactly, but I'm going to say I have somewhere in the vicinity of 15 or 17 high school credits. How many do you need? 21 or something like that. Oh, that many. Oh, wow. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because for four years, eight credits a year, right? So 32 you would get. So they allow you to fail two basically to get your high school diploma. I think that's how it works. Anyways, Mm -hmm. might be different now. Um, Certainly school didn't play a factor in our journey in life. So no missed opportunities there. Uh, you started to sniff around, I'll call it, Laney, mm-hmm. for for a brokerage, for a team, for what am I going to do once I finish my courses? You want to talk about that? Sure. So, uh, towards the end of finishing my, I think, fourth or fifth course, I I started to think, I'm like, what am I going to do with myself after I finish school? I'm like, I guess I have to find somebody. I got to find a brokerage. A lot of Um, of people in there while taking their courses have that same, it's almost like a panic attack that, holy crap, Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. Now what? Right? Now what? Yeah. And like, I've always been like one of those, like, I want to get ahead of the game. And I really should have gotten like way ahead of the game. <laughs> I still feel like I got in a little late, but um, yeah. So I started sniffing around, and for some reason, on my Instagram, KT popped up, and I was like, "What's this?" And so I'm like, "Okay, well, if you know, I'm gonna be." Was it an ad I, or was it just a post? Do you, it, if you uh, even remember? It was. It wasn't an ad. It wasn't an ad. I think it was just a post. And it ended up showing on, you know, the suggested feed area yes. or whatever. Yeah. So, that, so that came up. So I'm like, okay, might as well, if I'm going to get in the industry, might as well know some of these people, right? So I started clicking in and I was like, 
OMG. Like, was it just a I video like, of Ariel swearing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that one yet until like much okay. later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was amazing. I was like, oh my God, I'm like, what are these guys doing? I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Like, they need to sell my house when I sell them, <laughs> if I ever sell again or sell. So uh, I just kind of started snooping and I just more and more, I went onto the website and I, I looked at the team and the bios. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is what I'm like as a paralegal. This is absolutely like where I belong as a real estate agent, like completely aligned. So um, I ended up reaching out through Instagram. Oh no, no. I called first. I called the 1-800 number first. I didn't know who I was getting. And I, and I, to be honest, don't even remember who picked up, um, but they'll say, was it? I think so. They're like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. All right, cool. So then like a day or two passed by and I'm like, okay, well, I haven't heard from them. Okay. Let me just click a, send a quick text to Instagram. I'm like, they're on Instagram. Like they have to, they have to respond. And like, I got like an immediate response. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, nice to meet you. You know, looking in, you know, let's, let's talk. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I got all excited when Ariel called me and went through all that process and then joined the team. Nice. I'm curious so, to, yeah. to know, uh, I don't need to know where else you looked or specific people, but I'm curious what mm. dynamics you saw that were different between different agents or teams mm-hmm. or brokerage and what it was in particular that draw you to consider us, to choose so, us. So I did look around. I'm actually part of two Facebook group, uh, groups on Facebook, sorry, uh, groups yeah, on Facebook. They are the real estate student ones for Aria and the one for Humber. A lot of the students after finishing there, you know, put a post of, oh, I'm done and I'm with this brokerage, this and that. And and so um, I actually initially looked into KW, Keller Williams, had a consultation with them or a little chat. Um, They were really nice. It was, I think it was a lot for me and it didn't really align with my personality let's just say um and I don't know if I ever told you guys a story but they they had asked me who else I was looking at and I had mentioned KT and they like immediately like I don't remember what her name was but she looked into you guys and she was like oh you guys you know she wasn't talking bad but she was like you know you know they're they're not representing themselves or correctly or whatever you know you should be with us and this and that I'm like oh well that was just an x right there yeah <laughs> so I'm like oh no no I'm good thanks thank you but no thank That's you interesting <laughs> um no and to be honest with you I didn't even know the process and what you guys do for your clients until like getting into the team now and seeing it like I had no idea the value that I was getting, getting into this group. I just knew that the way you guys are talking your podcast, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's me. I'm like, that's, that's where I want to be. Like, that's, those are, that's the mentality I want. Right. Um, and having support of a team. And I'm like, wow. I just, it's interesting you say that though, because it mm-hmm. comes to, that brings up a, a, a point that Adrian and I have touched on individually in our conversations mm-hmm. about uh, marketing the team and whatnot. And I think an area that we we are going, I know we're going to improve now, certainly with our media department expanding, is, mm-hmm. you know, properly conveying through video and social media, 
the processes that are behind the scenes that people don't really get to know intimately. So even to your point, you did your due diligence on us and the Mm -hmm. team. And Mm -hmm. it's until you actually were on the team living the day to day that you realized, Mm -hmm. holy crap, we Mm -hmm. really do a job well done. Like, I mean, like Mm -hmm. nobody else does it and you don't. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for us to, or it has been hard to convey that message um, Mm -hmm. virtually and, uh, and through social media. And I think that's an area that we do have room to improve because of, man, there's a lot of attention to details, right? Like there's so Mm -hmm. many things that go on in the process that it's, Somebody that just calls us and says, "Hey, I want to sell your home." Yeah, we go through the the stuff you get, and you know, you have that personal connection, but you don't really get the the full experience. So, so that's something I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to uh, documenting um, to be able to show other people. And you know, there's so many so many realtors uh, out there, and so many people that are either in their licensing program now or thinking about getting licensed um and our team is growing so obviously we got to figure out a way to get more people like you because it was by fluke really that you you reached out to us and uh and that that relationship established itself and um and i think you're going to be a phenomenal realtor um you know with the with the guidance you're going to get from everybody on the team and uh, all the handholding that you need in the beginning, you know, you're already going through or passing some of those stages and some of it on your own too, which is great. Um, But you know, that's, that's part of that process. And sometimes when you join a, a brokerage, you, and you and I had a lot of the, that discussion too, right? Because you had about five thousand questions for me in our in our meeting. I and, did, <laughs> and and part of that was kind of understanding what the difference is between joining a team and the difference of just joining a brokerage, um, and then what's the difference between joining the Cremendi Trot team compared to all the other teams out there. Um, so you and I actually never spoke about it because it just kind of came together. We we had a great, I thought, you know, our initial uh, meeting, which was via Zoom, uh, was was great. I walked away from that thinking, yeah, I'd love to have her on the team. I think she'd be a great fit. What was your feeling? Like what, when, when we had that initial meeting, you walked away, uh, what was going through your head? Um, that we were, we had a really good vibe. I like the energy. I I look at a lot of energy, um, coming off from who I'm talking to or dealing with or interacting with, you know, you can tell a lot by a person and how they address you or, you know, what they say to you or converse with you. So I had a really, really good feeling. I, I got off and I said, you know what, like that went really, really well. Like after Keller William had said those things, I was like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm like, do I get a bad feeling? I'm like, should I even bother like texting them or, you know, contacting them? But I'm so glad I did because, and it was like an intuition thing, I think, um, for me to just say, you know, try it out. Like, what's the harm? Like, you never know. And all you're doing is like socializing, networking, right? So, uh, and I'm so glad I did because 
I ended up on the team. And it's so funny that you say that I learned all these things as I'm on the team and seeing all the work that we do for our clients and what they're getting. And I'm excited because I'm like, oh my God, like they get this entire red carpet, you know, like they get this red carpet rolled out for them and all of these great, you know, things that we help them do. Um, and they don't have to pay anything extra for it. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, and I guess I'm excited because I'm learning this as I'm going along. So I'm hoping that that's coming out with, you know, who I talk to about it um, because it, it's exciting. I don't know. I think it's, that's great. That's <laughs> <And>, here. <clears throat> yeah. You got to keep, that's my biggest advice to a lot of realtors. And you and I have been going through some training together and, and going to continue training together um, pretty well this whole year, but like, you know, it's like the, the baby duckling that we're just mm -hmm. inching you towards <laughs> you flying on your own or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. The, you know, the, the concept of hiring a realtor from a client perspective, from a consumer's perspective is not a fun one. It's not mm -hmm. right. Like if, if you want to sell your house today, I would assume eight out of 10 people are not really looking forward to the process of having to find a realtor or having mm -hmm. to have those discussions with a realtor, even if they have a realtor in their database. Even more um, so today than before, because of the, you know, a lot of people not wanting random people through their house. So it's a bit yep. different. So, I mean, like I've said in some of our uh, KT Power Hour training sessions, um, if you can have a down-to-earth conversation and legitimately feel excited and passionate about the service that you provide, the value that the team brings and everything that we do, and then you couple that with a just a good positive attitude and the willingness and desire to help somebody in, you know, um, in that move, like you said, it's a, it's a big part of the, uh, your life. It's, you know, the biggest investment anybody makes. So I, I, I think you're going to, you are going to make a lethal combo, uh, in, in this business, taking your personality, everything, you know, your professionalism, your legal background, and mating that with all of the experience, history, uh, the branding, all of the value that the team brings and everything mm -hmm. that we do for our clients, those two coupled together are definitely a, a recipe for success. And I'm me as uh, kind of your coach and guiding light through this, um, I'm very, very excited to see those stages and uh i think you're going to be super successful mm, thank you um any advice for anybody so you already said one of the things that you would do is have started that process so maybe dming mm. us on instagram a little bit earlier than you actually did which mm. i agree like you see rob and robin's taking her third course now she reached mm. out uh, while taking her first course and we've got mm -hmm. her on track to um, she'll probably be fully up and running fully trained and everything by October November but it does mm -hmm. take that time right like even since mm -hmm. you've been licensed in the last few weeks the amount of stuff you've learned uh, just mm -hmm. by 
being with us in a part. But so for those that are listening, that are thinking about getting into real estate or even those new, I guess, um, any advice for those people on maybe what they should do or what you would have done differently other than starting the process early? Any or any tips, any tricks? <laughs> um, I don't know. The biggest, I think, like you said, the biggest one was starting early because there's just so much information um, after you're done school. And so um, it takes time. It definitely takes time. I think the, the one thing that I'm, I have to keep reminding myself with as I'm going through this process is to just don't overthink it too much. Like, I feel like everything is an experience. You kind of don't, I'm blessed and humbled to have you guys as support. Some, some, some realtors don't, especially when they're new, which really, really sucks. Um, I'm sure that's very discouraging and can probably lead the opposite direction, but, um, just don't overthink it. Just it's all the experience, all the handholding. Um, listen to anybody who's going to give you advice. Some people are like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this. I, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I have a plan when I'm done school and this is what's going to go like, you know? And like, if you don't listen to the ones that have already been there and done that, um, you're going to go through and say, Oh, well, I should have listened. Right. <laughs> so being open-minded, uh, definitely. And just, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed a little bit with all the information coming through. And it's just a reminder that, you know, it's one day at a time. It's slowly getting this done, you know, making a list, getting organized and saying, okay, you know, once you go through this, then you can do that. So it's, it's, it's setting up the whole, your whole, you know, I don't know, your bubble, your, your desk, your platform, you know? Well, I, it's funny because, was it last week or the week before? And you started messaging me about a whole bunch of things. And I'm like, oh, she's she's feeling overwhelmed. And I think I messaged <laughs> you and I just said, whoa, let's just one, let's let's just dial it back a little. It'll all come together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true because there's just so much to know. To your point, and I've said this on this very podcast uh, a bunch of times. By the way, you're listening to episode 130 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. Um, if you are a new agent, new realtor into the business, I don't know how you will you would survive with not being on a team right now. I don't know. Like, I, I'd be curious to hear from solo agents that are new to the business. Because well, And we also see now a lot of reputable solo agents teaming up. Yep. Or so joining, the, joining existing teams or teaming up with each other and starting <clears throat> their own little team or whatever. Because Yeah. So that well, speaks volumes a, to the competitiveness and the changing landscape of it. Because I think you need that support team to support um, your clients. Well, it's not only you need the support team to support the clients, which I agree with a hundred percent because, you know, any one of our clients, whatever they need at any time they need it, they're, they're being handled properly and, and with care and compassion and whatever else is needed through that whole process. But as an individual agent, how do you how do you market yourself? How do you keep up? 
how do you have the financial clout to be able to, um, you know, sustain any kind of competitive value to your, your clients, especially as a seller, right? Like if, if you're an individual agent and you have to take all the money out of your pocket to do all the things that you need to do to stay competitive against a team like ours, you're going to be broke by the end of the year because you just can't not only that volume. you're going to be famished. You're going to just be extremely tired. Like it's, I think yeah, the one who, nice thing at the end of the day, who who's <clears throat> who's affected the most by that? For sure, they're yeah, for sure. I you know I think one of the nice things, uh, especially you know with the way we're building our team, is having that support system and a genuine interest among everyone to support each other, from salespeople to administrative uh, tasks. Uh, you can, you your workload is removed a bit from you, so you can focus more on the sales aspect, which is what real estate agents are primary that's their primary responsibility is to sell their clients houses and earn new business that's what they should be focusing on so all the other stuff the team takes over and handles that um i think that's a big big component of it i remember when you and i started systems and processes systems and processes are 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 there and you it's like you're not starting your own hamburger shop you're going to work at mcdonald's and and the clients are lining up and and you're just following the process and And nobody's training you and, nobody's training and, you yeah <laughs> that's true that's true very training like is, even, training is very limited even if i wasn't with the kt team like just being with century 21 in general they did like four sessions of training which was amazing it was great but then it's like literally okay and that's it and then you're kind of on your own and you, you do go. your own thing there you go yeah. see you <laughs> well that's you know adrian's gonna post a blog after after I make some minor tweaks to it, but oh, you uh, better hurry new, up! I don't know if it's already been posted. His, oh, no. I did. Did you I post did, it? I did tweak it. I tweaked it. You posted it though. Well, I I had uh, Stacy schedule both. One posted on a Friday. I didn't tell her which one to post. So me, me. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't I haven't spread the word about it. But don't worry, I, I, I did I, revise the worded the verbiage to reflect more of our conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Look, I, I really, at the end of the day, you know me, I don't care. I don't try and be politically correct about yeah, things yeah. ever. Uh, but the premise of this blog was that brokerages here, I'll, I'll help you convey this message, Adrian. So you can put a link to this podcast into your, <laughs> into your blog as well. And we'll do the same for, for the blog uh, we'll post about Laney. But um, the premise of that was that brokerages and you know when when i say brokerages we focus really on on the big the big name franchises right like like the century 21s like the remaxes and um royal lepage Keller williams is is reasonable size i suppose um but the the premise of adrian's blog was to convey the message that brokerages are focused on recruiting new people um, that the training sessions that most of them provide leave a lot to be desired because maybe it's it very much like going through the 
or Rio or the Humber courses to get your license, you know, you're, you're taught by the book. Um, and yeah, there's legalities and code of ethics and things that you have to know and understand, but in the, you know, the blue collar stuff, the day-to-day activities, the, the, how do you prepare somebody's home for sale from A to Z? Um, if somebody inquires about a property, how do you respond? How do you convert that person from responding to actually becoming a client and what does that process look like um, when the property closes after they get the keys? You know, what do you do then? And, you know, there's there's so many variables in this job day to day. And nobody that we're familiar with anyway. So if you are one of those people, we apologize. Send us a DM. Tell us what you're doing differently. But nobody does what we do in terms of preparing uh our people our our own employees for that journey for that success for the ability to answer your clients questions on a regular basis to market your homes to know and understand what it takes and real estate now in 2021 and certainly going forward is very very different than it was five years ago, than it was 10 years ago, than it was 20 years ago. And most of these training platforms that exist in the real estate industry as a whole are so archaic that it's totally irrelevant to your day-to-day activities now. I'm never too busy for your referrals. (laughs) Oh yeah, let's put, and you know what's fucked up about that is when we started in the business, that was in our signatures because that's what we were told to do 10, 11, 12 years ago. That's right. And we still managed to grind it out. And, you know, the first year was, was rough. Second year was good. And thank God we're good marketers and phenomenal salespeople because we, we blocked out everything else became white noise. And we said to each other, we're going to, we're going to kill this industry in a good way. And we're going to change this industry. We're going to shake things up and, and we're going to make a, a, a dinosaur of an industry more tech savvy. Uh, we're going to bring more value to our clients. We're going to do it and have fun at the same time, put smiles on our faces and on our clients' faces. And um, well, certainly proud that we've, taken this journey and certainly proud that we can attract people like Lainey to join <laughs> us. Cause to me, to me, that's success. I don't, I, I could care less about the money I make. I could care less about how many homes we sell or how many awards or the fact that we're in contention for being top 21 team worldwide this year. Uh, that stuff, that's fluff. When we can attract good people like Laney, like Steve Chiquetto, like, you know, here's a guy who was super professional in the pharmaceutical industry, um, you know, high income earner right at the top of his industry. And uh, he cut all his strings that's just to join us, just to join us from scratch. You know, that makes me feel good. So. Thanks for now. I, I'm the bar, throw... he's the pressure's on, Lainey. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> you, I'm waiting yeah. for it. 
like kind of pressure. <laughs> well, you know, the nice thing about Steve is he's a great team player and he's taken Laney under uh, his wings a little bit uh, as well as, I mean, everybody does uh, on the team, but um, you know, him being a year and a half uh, with us and being as successful as he's been, you know, he can, he can provide a bit of mentorship that way. Um, but enough about this. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there because I joked about it before we started the podcast. Laney before becoming a realtor was a paralegal and specialized in traffic tickets. So I'm going to throw her um, for a bit of a loop here and put her on the spot and ask her for any tips, tricks, advice on traffic tickets. Any do's or don'ts or anything that you can offer of value to avoid all of them. those <laughs> to avoid them <laughs> yeah avoid them completely and then she all, all of her past colleagues are out of work right? <laughs> and they don't won't speed. be able to afford homes <laughs> don't speed stop at the red light um i think my one advice to my clients all the time is to stop talking if you get pulled over, you're getting pulled over because they're choosing to pull you over. Stop talking. You're digging yourself a hole. <laughs> the more you talk, the more you're digging yourself a hole. Um, you know, people think that, you know, they're going to talk their way out of it. You know, maybe if I smooth them, I won't get the ticket. Listen, they pulled you over. You're probably going to get the ticket. The more you talk, the more trouble you're going to get into. And the harder it is for me to do my job. So um, stop talking. Yeah. Smile, you know, give your documents, say thank you, take your ticket and go. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> I, I remember I once, a, once I was pulled over for running a stop sign. The reason I ran the stop sign in my mind was I saw the police. I was young at the time and I saw the police officer parked there waiting for somebody to run the stop sign. And I got intimidated and scared. And that caused me not to think straight. And I ran the stop sign. Then he followed oh. me for you know a couple of minutes and eventually pulled me over. And mm. I was good. I said virtually nothing because I was scared shitless. This guy walked up to my car. His knees were at my window. Like he was super, he was this huge guy and he was very intimidating. So I didn't say anything. And then I paid the ticket and I didn't fight because I was too young. And oh, okay. So no. So that's my second advice. <laughs> Don't pay your ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pay your ticket. Never pay your ticket. <laughs> so what should, so if you're pulled over, what should you say? Mm. Nothing. Keep your mouth closed. Hi. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks for the ticket. Have a great day. See you. <laughs> no excuse is going to get you out oh i had to breastfeed while i was driving or or pump while i was driving or oh about, you know <laughs> what about the yeah, pump while i was driving <laughs> i that's honestly, that's, a, that's a mom speaking it, right there yeah. right? <laughs> so flashing a little cleavage probably yeah. a no-no <laughs> no um, not. <laughs> certainly not while you're pumping um <laughs> now what about if you're asked the, uh, you know, the, the typical question, do you know why I pulled you over? No, I had no idea, officer. <laughs> Play stupid. Play stupid yeah. and shut up. Play stupid and, Play and stupid don't, shut up. Don't pay the yeah. ticket. If you need a referral, <laughs> let us know, right? Yeah. 
Um, well, there you go. Uh, episode 130 of KT Confidential. For those of you that would like to uh, say hello to Lainey, um, you can reach her at Lainey at CormendyTrot.com. Uh, a link to all her stuff is on our website as well. Uh, you'll start, start seeing a lot of her uh, throughout our social media and you can follow her. What is your Insta handle? I can't remember. I think it's just Lainey Yang. I made a name. I guess maybe I should change that. <laughs> it's Laney Yang. L-E-N-I-Y-A-N-G. All, all one? All one. There you go. So at Laney Yang. And um, anything else before we wrap it up? Either of you? Thanks for joining us, Laney. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This is exciting. My first, po- my first podcast. <laughs> We're excited to get started, as I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, there you go. Thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And um, Lainey, mm-hmm. we're very happy to have you. Thank you. Happy to be here. On the team and on the podcast. Yep. All right. Thanks. That's a wrap. Have a Bye. good day. See you guys later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.